Hello, and welcome back again for another late night bout of depression. The Islanders lose again. Back-to-back uh, -back nights. Uh, last night, they played well and just couldn't find it. Tonight, they looked terrible throughout the night. And somehow, we're still in position to maybe even get a point until that fell through as well. But uh, Adam Ruzika uh, got the first one. Um, the Isles lulled into just puck watching uh, Rasmus Anderson as he goes, you know, takes the Barzal tour around the whole offensive zone. And um, Cal Clutterbuck loses uh, his net front battle, uh, if you could call it that. Just, you know, didn't even get anything on it. Ruzika just taps it home. one nothing there. Good stuff. Islanders get a power play. Islanders got a few power plays in this one. Um, they mostly looked very bleh. This one, uh, a Noah Dobson blast from the point gets tipped in, uh, and the Islanders have some life, but, you know, I, I, I feel like even at this point, Islander fans were like, okay, kind of fortunate to be here, see what we can do, guys, and uh, <clears throat> they give up a second goal before the end of the first, I'm sure that didn't help the confidence, uh, Tanev uh, originally looks like a really, really soft one on Sorokin, but... On the replay, uh, it's clear that it got deflected on the way in. You know, uh, it's still it's still stoppable even off the deflection, but obviously it goes from being like, "How did that go into?" I wish we could have gotten a big save there, but we don't. And uh, that started with a a little bit of bad luck, but um, it was just uh, a puck that Goudreau tried to throw to the middle originally, got blocked right back into his skates. Um, but still, even from there, the Islanders um, not doing a good job of covering the middle of the zone. Uh, Parise gets a stick on it, and that didn't help. So, 2-1 at the end of one. Uh, the Islanders grip up a third in the second period. Islanders didn't have a shot in the first 12 minutes, I think. At least it was 12 minutes. And um, it's Mangiapane. This one, uh, obviously, it's not a great look because Sorokin, yeah, the way that it goes in, my dad was watching with me, and he's like, oh, like, how did that go? And it didn't even look like it was hit that hard. Um, you know, Mangiapane, it's a, it's a great shot pass, but um, the Islanders also shooting themselves in the foot here, where uh, Pollock went out. Once Sezikis was unable to intercept the pass, which I thought he should have, because uh, the puck was kind of right on his stick and he missed it, uh, Pollock, you know, everybody got drawn out of position. Pollock probably overcommitted a little bit. Sorokin was squared to the shooter, um, and Pollock went out there. Andy Green was not able to get to the back post quick enough, and the shot pass comes in, and Mangiapane taps it home, you know, basically on an empty net because Sorokin's selling out for the shot. Um, so there's probably an argument there that Sorokin maybe a little bit further back in his net on that one since, you know, have the presence to see that guy on the left. It's almost like pocket presence for a quarterback, uh, you know. But, I, you know, at the same time, Andy Green should, somebody should be tying that guy up. Um, you know, maybe Pollock shouldn't be stepping to the shooter there. Maybe, uh, I don't know. If he doesn't, then I'm sure I'm yelling at him for not stepping to the shooter. Um, but at least then, you know, you're forcing uh, the shooter to beat Sorokin. And it's a defenseman shooting, so you'd hope that wouldn't happen. Um, so, 3-1 there. Somehow the Islanders stay in it on a JG Pajot goal um, in the third period. This was, oh, sorry, still a second. And this was all just, uh, you know, the work behind the net 
from Zach Parise, who's one of the very few guys on this team that looked like he cared tonight. Uh, he wins the puck battle behind the net, gets it out in front, um, beats a few flames uh, with the pass, and J.G. Pajot finishes it for six goals, just over one per million that he's making. Um, and the Islanders get it to 3-2, and it, it still, you know, like I said, they didn't have a shot for the first 10 minutes, uh, just looking like they're skating in quicksand. Uh, nobody really bringing anything creative to the table. Um and third period, Good Branson gets one that's just like the the it just put the game away. And this one is all Sorokin. Uh, this one should should be stopped. I'm actually not even sure this is going in if Sorokin misses it outright. I it might have hit the side of the net. Um, so Sorokin here, um, you know, a, a critique I've seen of him that I think can be fair and is fair tonight is uh, you see him make some some like ridiculous reflex saves, and then sometimes the positioning. Uh, or even just the softies, um, you know, are, are uh, tough. But I think we're also, you know, we're, we're dialed in on that because the Islanders aren't scoring. It's putting the spotlight on the goaltending because the goaltending has to be, you know, basically perfect. And recently it hasn't. Uh, and Varley tonight uh, with the late COVID test, first of all, like the testing system, the fact that it came in that late. We saw that happening with the Caps a while back when they shut us out. And John Carlson, uh, you know, was very late you know, even late to warmups. Uh, so yeah, like the, that system sucks. It's obviously, again, not the reason we lost. The Islanders have had plenty of time now COVID at the beginning of the year and the schedule was something, but this team just looks terrible. Even with, you know, the full lineup, um, Lindholm adds one late. And that one was especially really frustrating to watch because basically you know, nobody in their own zone, everybody puck watching, nobody interested in guarding the guy right in front of the net. And it's 5-2 to two there, and it was over at 4-2. Um, yeah, so, uh, man, I, I, I've, I've been fortunate in my, times, in my time doing these videos that, you know, the Islanders just happened to wake up and be really, really good the first year that I did these. So this is a challenge for me because it, it, it's really difficult, especially because it's, it, it's such a simple um, thing that's obviously wrong with the team is they, they can't score. Uh, and now, you know, defensive lapses are popping up. They're just a bad, you know, if they can't score and the defense is, you know, okay, but not great, they're terrible. They're going to be a really bad team. And uh, they're, I, you know, the other day I said, oh, they're just going to keep win, loss, win, loss the rest of the year. And uh, I, you know, that feels optimistic at this point, thinking that they could finish NHL 500. Like this is, this could, this could get bad real quick. If the effort that was on display tonight. And I know it's the back end of a back-to-back, but Trot's teams, Trot's Islander teams, uh, used to be good at those. So, you know, if the team is is not buying in anymore, um, then the season's a loss. It's a complete loss. Uh, the, you know, you got to start. It, the only good thing about losing like this and having this road trip be, you know, so poor um, is, is that they can, you know, kind of, Hopefully Lou can go, all right, this just, this isn't working. Um, you know, got to make a run at somebody in the offseason. Forsberg, Gaudreau, a trade for Tarasenko, something like that in the offseason. Um, because this, this season is done. Uh, you do not go out and make, you know, a, uh, a desperation trade. And uh, see what you can move. I, I, I think Bo is, is something maybe that you can move, but you kind of need him to start scoring a little bit more. 
Um, which is tough because that's the part of the reason that he's on the outs with us is that it's just not consistent enough in the regular season. Awesome playoff guy. Um, you could say that of a lot of the Islanders, but, um, you know, once Paul Mary gets back in, I guess you just pray that he starts doing something cause they're not moving him. Um, and solo, you just hope he gets playing time eventually with Varley now with COVID, uh, and being in Canada obviously complicates things. Uh, you know, I, I, Jacob Skarik is apparently not available right now, but you know, when he is, would love to see a game or two just to get an idea of where he is, you know, on his path. Um, that'll give the Islanders a better idea of how quickly they can trade Varley, uh, which, you know, <clears throat> is, is, is a move that is a selling team's move. And that's what the Islanders are at this point. So, uh, I don't want to belittle what Calgary, Calgary is really good and, uh, the fact that Calgary didn't even look like they worked too hard to get five shows that Calgary is a really good team. And and that's also a bad way of phrasing it. It looked like they didn't have to work too hard. They, uh, no, the Islanders, they made the Islanders look so bad, which the Islanders do partially themselves and Calgary uh, is just dynamic and the Islanders aren't. So that's it. Another happy video here from Belmont Bunch. Uh, I, I felt like this, video, this uh, jersey was fitting for this one. Uh, because, you know, they sucked then, and they currently suck. Uh, so, yeah, fun stuff continues to happen here on the island. I'll see you next time. Link in the description for the audio version of this if you're getting tired of me looking this dejected. All right.